and 12 and being sexual. And I mean sexual. Not touching it or tickling it. I mean doing it. That was incredibly destructive because of what sex became for me. Sex became how I interpreted love. With no supervision, no reinforcing love, no reaffirming values, I found these things in girls because they were also looking for something they didn't have. It's very interesting how you become magnets for people just like you. Whoever you are, however you are, you become a magnet for that. When I was 13, Gertrude got mad at me on Thanksgiving and packed up all my stuff. It was about bad grades or something like that. She sent me over to my mother's house, but my mother didn't want me there either. And I overheard her telling Gertrude that she regretted not aborting me like she wanted to. So that same night I was sent back to Gertrude. Four years later, I came home on Valentine's Day and Gertrude had all my stuff packed up again. She said she was tired of me being on the phone all the time calling these little girls. I had to go live with a friend for about a month before she let me back in the house. When Gertrude got remarried when I was 13 and suddenly there was a man in the house, I didn't know whether he was going to like me and feared that they might send me away. So I was raised with an uncertainty about even having a home. Insecure doesn't begin to describe it. Outside the house, things weren't much better. I was not liked by the other kids because I was that little piano-playing Negro. I didn't have much swag because I lived with this old woman who made my clothes. When I asked her for a jerry curl, because everybody had a jerry curl, she said that she could do it herself. But she gave me those big, bouncy curls with the pink rollers where you could still see the parts of my hair. So I looked like Big Perm in the movie Friday. Sometimes I wanted to break down like Florida Evans and just scream, Damn, damn, damn! Just to show how far these early insecurities can extend into adulthood if they aren't corrected, the first concert of mine that Tammy, then my fiancé, went to was at a big theater in Oakland called the Paramount, and the place was sold out. As she tells the story, after the show I kept asking her, how did I do? At the time, she said to herself, this man is so arrogant. He saw all those people out there screaming. But after we were married, she realized that I was actually serious. I was so insecure that I really wanted to know. But that was the blueprint for insecurity, still all wobbly on top of my shaky foundation. I will never forget this one incident with Gertrude that kind of summarized my childhood. I was 13 or 14, and we were in the kitchen. She was mad, again, about something I had done. What I said to her was very wise for me at that age, very mature. I said, You never tell me nothing good about myself. If I play music in church and do things like that, you never tell me anything good. But if I do something bad, everybody know about it. She looked at me and said, Boy, you just want somebody to praise you. And she was right. I just needed somebody to praise me. We all do, especially from those who mold us. It kills me, even as I write this, that she couldn't give me that. A few years ago, I did an interview on the Oprah Winfrey show, during which I shared my testimony about my past with pornography. Basically, I struggled with a pornography addiction that was all wrapped up in my confusion that sex was love, a confusion that was spawned when I was a young boy. The reaction to that interview has been fascinating to me, particularly the stark difference between the reaction of the black community and the reaction of the white community. The only reason the Oprah people knew about my story was because I had been talking about it for three years before that on the cover of Christian magazines and all over the Christian media. But outside of the Christian media, it wasn't well known. After the Oprah show, some reactions in the black community killed me. 
I even had big-time celebrities, I mean real big, say to me, why did you do that? Man, don't you ever put your business out there like that again. Mind you, I love my people, but we are definitely a proud race of people that does not like telling our stuff. The Bible says, pride cometh before the fall. But the way my white and Hispanic Christian friends treated me, you would have thought I was Billy Graham. They really bigged me up. Despite the reaction of some of these black celebrities, I have a lot of black men and women still come up to me and say, I saved their marriage. I've had some hard cornrow-wearing Negroes straight out of the joint with tattoos all up and down their necks come up and tell me, nigga, what you did really helped me. It made me realize how uncomfortable we are with people telling on themselves, revealing painful things. We're much more comfortable when we see people get busted for something, because then it's easier to disconnect.